around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We're so glad you've joined us, and we're thrilled for the opportunity that this particular medium allows us to talk to you on and just give you some insights from the Word of God that has blessed our life and then that we feel like, I know from Terry's point of view, perspective as an apostle and minister in the 21st century to share with you. As always, we're praying for you. We're believing God with you. We are always making the ministry available to you through terrymiseministries.org. All of our scheduling is there. Terry's monthly newsletter is put up for you to read right there. They're all archived as well as all of the podcasts that we've done over the last uh, now over year and a half. And um, everything is there like our ministry schedule and products and then opportunities for you to leave your testimonies and then give us your prayer requests and we're happy to pray with you and believe God with you in this season of your life. You know, there's so many things going on in the world right now and there's so many opportunities for Christians to really walk in authority, speak the Word of God, make many, many declarative faith statements over situations in your personal life, as well as the work of the gospel and wherever you live, your neighborhood, your children's schools, your workplace, your families, the country, the state, the city, all of the politicians. (laughs) My goodness gracious, there's so much work to be done in prayer. So I want to encourage all of you to be effective, be faithful, and be a part of the work of God. You are valued You are loved, you're respected. So, darling, we want to talk to him today about some of these good things and believe, God, that the fruit of the words that we're going to say to you will go into your heart, give you fresh thoughts in your soul, and then the Holy Ghost and and your availability can take it from there. So go ahead, darling. Let's talk to the folks today. Well, praise God. It's always a delight to be together and uh, to address people by media or by way of these podcasts and as we've said so many times, I'm, I'm just think it's the greatest thing that it, the technology we have in this day and age, Renee, is that people can just click on, click off, click on, click off, night, day, early, late, and just to get uh, good teaching from the Word of God without compromise, faith teaching, word teaching, without cost, without any expense, without That's any right. obligation, without any kind of thing like that. Just just punch right. a button and there it is, and That's you get an right. immediate infusion or injection of the Word of God. Uh, that's going to be uh, positive, that's going to be uh, a blessing, that's going to be a word, like I said, without compromise, just the Word of God the way it is, not by any new translation, I mean new interpretation, not by any New Age uh, guru, crystal licking, uh, you know, (laughs) whatever, to try to to change the Word of God or try to say it's alive and fluid and changes with the seasons. That's right. Changes with them. Evolving. Yeah, evolving. (laughs) And... uh, who was it? Some preacher the other day on TV. I think it's T.D. Jake said the other day on television that his his views on homosexuality were evolving. Well, you know we we can't have our views evolving if we're using the Word of God because it doesn't evolve. It, it doesn't change. Changes. It doesn't ever ever change. Jesus said, <laughs> "Not right. one jot, one right, tittle right. will pass away. Heavens and earth will pass My away, mind. but this word That's will right. not pass away." And then the Word tells us in Revelations, "Woe to you! You better watch your p's and q's about changing the Word of God, or changing it around, or taking it out, or adding to." 
it or taken away from it, uh, you get in bad trouble that way. So, uh, you know, if you're going to hear from us, you're going to hear the Word of God That's just right. the way it was written, the way it was intended, the way it was uh, given right. by the Holy Ghost. It's inspired. It's it's uh, it, it's empowered. That's right. And, uh, and we believe it will prick your heart. You know? In Acts chapter 2, when Peter preached, on the day of Pentecost, after he had received the Holy Ghost and up in the upper room, and then he went, and he came down and delivered this great message where uh, three thousand people got saved. Wow, it says right. that that the hearts of the people were pricked. pricked. I mean, they were pricked right. like you'd prick your hand with a pen, like a pen right. would prick your hand. Mm -hmm. And it says their hearts were pricked by the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we expect and believe and pray over these podcasts, right. just like we That's do right. every meeting we preach uh, live. Uh, that we we believe the Holy Ghost, the, right. the the greater one that indwells. They will not speak of ourselves or in the flesh, but the Holy Spirit, the greater one that indwells us, rise up big within us and think through our thoughts and speak through our lips and minister the word of God to the people, and that their hearts be pricked. Just just just. Well, I don't know how I can describe that any plainer. Just just their hearts pricked, arrested to hear what right. the Holy Ghost is saying, something that they can take to the bank, something they can use, something they can use on their family, on their children, on their health, on their business, on their finance, on their marriage, on, on whatever it is that they need, that their heart will be arrested prick so that they know the answer and know what to do. Well, that's right. And, but, and in the Old Testament, you know, to confirm that, I believe it was Jeremiah said that God was going to put a hook in their jaw. Yeah. You know, so all of those things. Well, are, I'm a fisherman. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that that God's always trying to shine a light, ring a bell, dinner bell, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, put a, a hook in their jaw, uh, do as the New Testament says, shine the light, prick their heart so that they'll pay attention and they won't miss what God's trying to do in their life. Right. And God always has a plan. Jeremiah three twenty nine, I believe. You know, says that, sure. that God's said, got a plan. Not only does he have a plan, he said, I know what the plans are. He <laughs> said, I know what the plans are. You know, and we, you'd be a real smart person just in the natural that if somebody walked up to you and said, you know, I have a plan and I, I'm going to tell you what to do and it's going to work for you. Yeah. I mean, you'd pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. So on the day of Pentecost, Peter's up there preaching, trying to tell them that God's got a bigger, better plan for everything in their life. And so God got their attention. And made them look and listen so that they could do what God told them to do. Then they'd have what God told them to, they could have. No, absolutely. You know, God's... Uh, uh, Brother Osteen used to tell us a lot back years and years ago. Uh, John Osteen, Joel's daddy. He used to always say, you know, I'm convinced and I know one thing for sure. <laughs> and that that is that God's smarter than me. <laughs> That's right. God's smarter than I am. And That's you know, right. God just wrote these things in advance. I mean, God wrote history in advance. So when yeah, he wrote those right. things in Jeremiah, he was talking about, hey, this this is not just an idea. This is actually going to happen. So uh, listen up, pay attention, jump on the bandwagon, get get in the boat, because <laughs> this is going to happen. This is going to work. That's right. I, I was just, as you were talking too, I was looking over here in Jeremiah, what he said about that. And he's actually quoting the Lord. And uh, he said, I will turn you about I will put hooks into your jaws, and I will bring you out. Yeah, amen. <laughs> you know, and I just find that 
Yeah, that's just an amazing concept. That's that, what I say to the bass. I will put a hook in your jaw and bring you out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right, and it works too. You know, we we come home with fish, that's for sure. But, you know, just remember that, that God's always trying to get your attention, just like he did with Moses that day in the wilderness uh, with the burning bush. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Moses, Moses didn't even have an address, but God knew where he was. <laughs> I just think that's just so. I mean, FedEx couldn't amazing. have found him, you know. Yeah, no, no. Postal service couldn't have right, found right. him, but God knew right where he was right. and lit that bush on fire. And Moses said, "You know, that's weird. That bush has been burning for a while, but it's not burned. I'm going to go check that out." Isn't that amazing? See, God has a way to catch your attention if you're listening, if you're looking. Just like those people were on the day of Pentecost, Terry, you're talking about that God pricked their hearts. They showed up for the message. Yeah. And when you're like that, you know, it's amazing. Moses, if he hadn't turned aside to see why the bush was burning, God wouldn't have been able to talk to him. No, well, he turned aside, and when he got there, God said, Take your shoes off, boy. This thing, this is holy we're about to do right here. Oh, my goodness. I mean, when, when you read these things there in, in Ezekiel uh, 38, Ezekiel 29, and you go and you begin to look in the Word of God and see how God's trying in every way that He can to lead you and to guide you, and then it's almost like it's, it's um, not fair in the New Testament that He offers to fill you with His very Spirit that will that is called the comforter the one called alongside the one that will lead and guide and direct you by the spirit of the living god so it's a wonderful day that we live in that as christians we have such supernatural tools oh absolutely for, for i mean it's god not even fair us. no it's not you know i've said for years it's, it's not, not it's not fair to use the name of jesus but i do yeah you know, it's not it's not fair to use the blood of jesus but that's i do it's not fair to use right. the covenant use the Holy Ghost, but I do. I mean, oh, I'm, for, I'm for doing all these things God gave us and all these tools God gave us. I'm, I'm for using them. And that, that's what the Word's all about, Renee. It's, t- it's 66 books to tell us how to live on planet Earth, to tell us how to, how to run our lives, how to run our families, how to run our business. And, and, you know, just the world just constantly and continuously is trying to override that, saying, oh, we that's know how right. to do this. Oh, that's we know right. how to do this. Right. Oh, we're right. experts. Oh, we wrote a book on this. We wrote a book on this. Oh, uh, my yeah, the, the, there just is no comparison to the power of God, the Spirit of God, the wisdom of the Word of God. My goodness, we you know, have all the Christians such an back, advantage. I remember back in the 70s, we used to call them butt Christians, you know, because <laughs> we'd say, hey, the Word of God says this. And, well, I know the Word says that, but. But, like a goat. Yeah, yeah, just butt it like a goat. Just butt, butt, butt. You know, I know the Word of God says I'm healed, but I don't feel right. good. I know the Word of God says I'm prosperous, but I don't have any money. I know the Word of God says this about my kids, but I, I don't think that's right. And, you know, Grandma told me to do it this way. Right. And it's just nuts the way that people say, well, I, I mean, they, they know what the Word says. It's not that they're ignorant. Right. They say, well, I know the Word says that, but. But. In other words, I always told our church, Terry, it was like, a bunch of y'all are like Ford Motor Company. You think you've got a better idea. Well, yeah. And people... Wouldn't Brother Osteen used to say, how big is your butt? Or, or <laughs> it depends on how big your butt is, and, you know, whether you get something from God or not. That's if you exactly keep, If you keep butting the thing like an old goat, that's right. Uh, it's just not going to work for you. Or it's going to work secondhand or, or second class or, or an inferior way when God right. says, hey, raise your kids like this. You say, no, but this book says to do it this way. Right. You know, this, this television guru said to do it this way. This doctor so-and-so said to do it this way. This way, and you just you just you just pull your hair out and say, yeah, but the word of God said. I mean, God, God who invented it, That's right. <laughs> he invented kids, he invented money, he invented marriage, he invented all this stuff, he invented health, he invented healing, he invented miracles, he invented all this stuff, 
And we say, well, I know what he said, but, you know, we'll just take an inferior human's idea. Well, I, I, know, I can remember when I was a, a teenager, my pastor was talking to somebody, and they, I remember standing there and listening. I guess I must have been around six, 15, 16 years old. And the, the member of our church, our pastor was standing there saying, trying to tell them something from the Bible. And they said, and it stuck with me in such a profound, negative way. Well, I know the Bible says that, but mm. I just believe yeah. And then they rattled off something, yeah. and that was so... I know God sh- said this, but I'm oh. smarter than him, so I believe this will happen. I, I just was shaking in my boots. That put such fear on the inside of me when I heard them say that, that I thought, that can't be right. That's not right. That's not right. And nobody nobody was telling me as a young teenage girl that was wrong. It just struck such fear in my heart that you would have an idea alternate yeah, from what the better, Bible better says. Better than God's. Yeah, better than God's. And I didn't even know hardly anything at all about faith, if anything at all, back then. Most of my understanding of receiving anything from God was just to beg God real hard <laughs> in the prayer room and just you know, pray that he heard us and would do whatever we were asking him to do. You no, know, absolutely. You know, Renee, we're in Branson, Missouri right now. And, right. And some dear friends of ours, precious friends of ours, partners in our ministry for a lot of years have let us uh, let us use a timeshare or a condo or whatever you call it right. uh, for a week, and so we we've needed the rest so badly and been looking yes. so forward to this. And we're so enjoying it; my it's my. such a beautiful place. Thank and God. Uh, and tonight we're going to see uh, the play Samson. Right. The, the Sight and Sound Theater. The probably yes. most Christians know what I'm talking about. Uh, they put out about five or six shows, uh, all based on the Bible, biblically sound. And uh, and tonight we're going to see uh, Samson. Yes. And, uh, you know, tragically, I know how that ends. It doesn't end well. No, it doesn't end uh, It's well. not a success story in the Bible at all. Right. And that's one thing about the Bible is of all the false religions in the world and all the false gods, and I've been around the religions around the world, right. missions right. field for 50 years, and I've seen the false religions and false gods. And uh, one different thing about Christianity in the Bible is that we, with the Bible tells our heroes failures, yes. just like it tells their successes. successes. Now, other That's religious right. books don't do that. Other gods don't do that. But but Christianity tells you, saying, you know, this is this is a guy that God chose to do this, but right. but he failed. And so, uh, uh, what made me say this is thing about what we were just talking about about how you have a better idea than God. You know, Samson just kept coming up with better ideas than God, <laughs> and his daddy would tell him what to do, and his oh, mom would tell goodness, him what to do, and God would tell him what goodness. to do, and he'd just say, "Yeah, but." Yeah, but I'd rather have the I'd rather have the heathen girl. And they said, "Son, you need to you you you're a Nazarite. You're you're called by God to judge the nation My of Israel. Goodness. You you need a you need a godly woman. You need a Hebrew woman. You need a, you need an Israelite. You 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 need to stay here and 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 listen to God and obey God and uh, pick the woman that God wants you to have and rule the nation and do great things for God and the tremendous strength that you have, the tremendous anointing you have to lead this nation." He said, "Nah." But I'd rather have the heathen girls. I'd rather have the Philistine girls. I'd rather I'd rather do it this way. And his daddy said, "No, no, no, son." He'd say, "Shut up, old man. I'm not going to listen to you." Now the word says, "If you you need to obey your father and mother, so it'll be well with you." It wasn't well with Samson. It didn't end well with Samson. It's, it could have ended well with him. God said, "If you'll obey your mother and father, it'll be well with you, and you'll live long on the earth." Well, it wasn't well with Samson. Neither did he live long on the earth. So going to, I have mixed emotions about going to this theater yeah, tonight. But it's kind of like it's kind of like going to see the movie about the Titanic. I know how this ends, <laughs> and it's, it it's end well. and, and yet if we went with the 
the the people today in church today and in America today that just want to keep things fluid and alive and changing, well, then, then no telling what would happen at the end. Samson might just... Uh, uh, you know, live and go on to be president. I mean, who knows? Because the, the, they're just constantly changing and constantly saying it's fluid, it's changeable, it's alive, it, it morphs, it, it evolves, and, and it doesn't. No, Samson died. The Titanic sank. And God wrote history, always, he, all throughout history, God has written history in advance. Right. Always written history in advance. And whenever he said something was going to happen in advance in the future, it always did. Right. You know, we've just finished Easter, and of course, we love Easter. That's one of the Easter's the most holy day, and the most holiday of all a Christian's right. uh, life. Right. I mean, there is no other day greater to a Christian than Easter, Easter, the day that Jesus rose from the dead. And Paul right. said, Paul said, everything we do and are hinges on that one fact. That's and he right. said, you know, if if there is no resurrection from the dead, right. then Jesus didn't raise. And if he's, Jesus didn't raise, this is all a joke. And our faith is in vain. Our preaching is in mm-hmm. vain. And we are, of all men, most, most miserable. miserable. He said, but it, it's not in vain. Uh, Jesus did rise. People do raise from the dead. People do go to heaven. Uh, this isn't a joke. It's not a, it's not a falsehood. And uh, so our faith is not in vain. Our preaching is not in vain. And we're not miserable. We're happy about the, the outcome. Right, right. And, but God wrote that in advance. He wrote years and years and years before that happened. Exactly what would happen. And not only exactly what would happen, that Jesus would be taken, arrested, beaten, tortured, uh, crucified, executed, and would rise again. He also he also wrote it in history uh, so that it had to happen on the exact year that it happened. Isn't that amazing? Or none of it would have worked. Right. None of it would have worked. It would have had to wait yeah. another seven years before that ever came to pass, before, the, yeah. before, before those particular statistics would come together again. That's just amazing. Because Thank Jesus you, was the Passover lamb. That's so right. he, had to be, he had to be killed before Passover. Right. Right. He was the unleavened bread, mm-hmm. so he had to be hidden for three days. Jewish kids uh, today still go look for the unleavened bread for three days. You know, it, it's just a game in the Jewish right. household that the right. parents go hide, go hide the bread, and then the Jewish kids look for it, <laughs> uh, and it's gone for three days. Yes, Jesus, right. Jesus was the unleavened bread. He was gone for three days. And then uh, he was also the first fruits, but he was the first fruits after 72 hours. I mean that's just that's just mind boggling that God chose the exact that Jesus died the exact year when he had to die to make all that happen to make first fruits 72 hours from Passover because it's not always it's not always that way and so uh, God wrote history in advance as all, as all Passovers unleavened bread and first fruits don't occur within 3 days or 72 hours as that one did that he died on it's incredible. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, there it is. I mean, just his... and then after that, he ascended ten days before before Pentecost. Yeah. Pente means five. five. You know, Pentecost comes right. comes from fifty, which means fifty days from the time he died. You know, he, right. You right. know, he he spent forty days. He spent three days in the grave. Then he spent forty days with his disciples. That's that's forty seven days. Uh, and, and then he then he took off. I mean, he he. He uh, ascended into heaven right. before Pentecost, and he told the disciples, "You need to go to Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost and be in the upper room because <laughs> something something serious is going to take place." Oh, uh, and so he ascended those ten days before Pentecost, and was and, and five hundred people saw him do it. I mean, five hundred people witnessed it live, and then uh, he's going to be available now. Jesus is available right now wow. to be. 
tabernacles and trumpets, the Feast of Tabernacles, the Feast of Trumpets, because everything in the Bible is always around Jewish, right, no. Jewish feast days. It all is. those feast days are big, big, big deals to God. And so, uh, uh, you know, I think the southern sky may have, or the eastern sky may have a crack in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, all of that Terry's saying, too, I mean, that's just such another comfort to our hearts that God has done nothing by happenstance, flippantly, carelessly, just on a whim. He has done everything in, in an exact order, and he has a plan. <laughs> he, he sticks by his plan. He does not change. He is faithful to the plan. He's faithful to his people. He's faithful to the purpose of why we're doing what we're doing no, as a exactly family. Right. And so that, gives, that should give us all great, great comfort that God is out there working on our behalf, that he's already written our success stories. No, he is, he is. And he has, he is standing And we're able by, to jump in any time. At any time. And, and, exactly. and call on him and escape whatever disaster what awesome or whatever uh, assassination or murder or, or sickness or disease or poverty yeah, that, right. that the devil's thrown in our way. We can jump in at any time. Just like, just like Samson could have lived and gone on to be the great anointed judge of Israel that God intended for him to be. But yet his last words, you know, we preach a lot on words and confession and what you say. Right. and You can have what you say and your mouth right, is important right, and right. what you say is important. And Renee, the last word Samson spoke ever was, let me die with the Philistines. Let My me die goodness. with the Philistines. Let me die with mm -mm. the Philistines. Now, he didn't have to say that. He could have said, God save me and I repent and I'll go back and do what you told me to do. But he said, right. let me die with the Philistines. And so he pushed those walls and, and the walls came down. And the Bible tells us that he killed more of the enemy at his, death, his death than he did in his That's whole astounding. life. And he died with them. He, he died, died with, with the Philistines, which was his declaration, his dying declaration, his last words on earth. Let me die with the Philistines. So that now, if he doesn't die tonight in this theater we're going to do, there's going to be some serious trouble. I'm, I'm going to be throwing tomatoes, you know. Uh, but uh, we know, yeah. we know what we know what happened, and we know how what God intended to happen, and yet we know what sadly did happen. Oh my! Goodness. But we can change our outcome. We can change yes, our we can yes. change our destiny. What an awesome God! I I was just thinking about as you were talking there. I think it's Psalm 111. That says God has made all of His works to be remembered. That's true. That His works are great. They are sought out by all those who have delight in them. Yes, and he yes, has made yes. all of his works to be remembered. And then I, I went to bed last night thinking about this. Just the last fading thought was Psalm 150, that we are to praise him. I love this phrase, for his excellent greatness. And so I want to encourage all of you today, all that we have said to you, all that Terry has reminded you of, all of the facts, all of the great facts of God's dealings with his yes, people. Yes, as, yes. Uh, Psalm 78 says there in the Amplified. We just want to encourage you with this today and help you remember that God is to be praised for his excellent greatness. He, every miracle, every plan, every person he has redeemed he wants us to remember these things no, and to exactly praise right. him for them. And I believe deliverance comes when you when you show up, when you're in the right place, listen to the man or woman of God, when you're uh, honoring God, then the Lord is able to do great things for you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, our time is gone for today. Yeah, let me say this. If, sure. you're, if the people that are listening to us today, if they're on our mailing list, if their uh -huh. partners are on our mailing list, if they get a letter from me every month, right. uh, there's a special invitation to them in that letter oh, yes. this month. They're probably getting the letter about today or tomorrow. Right. And uh, there's a special invitation to them in there 
for my 50th year yes. in ministry celebration. Our dear friends, Kathy Joe Baker and Pastor Daryl Baker in Ponder, Texas, just north of Fort Worth, right. uh, came to me this last year and they said, Brother Terry, you gonna, uh, is somebody going to celebrate your 50th year in ministry this year? Is there going to be a celebration? I said, well, probably not. I said, that doesn't happen to a traveling ministry a lot or certainly not to a missionary. <laughs> uh, it's, easy to happen. it's easy to happen for a pastor or easier because they've got a building, a place to have the party, and right, they've got a right, congregation right. of complete people to give the party. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but that usually doesn't happen. And, and they said, well, can we do it? And I said, well, I mean, that's a lot of work, but if you want to, you know. And so he, Pastor Darrell wrote a letter and inserted it into my monthly letter this month that the people will be getting. If you're on our mailing list, you'll be getting it within a day or two. And uh, uh, it's, on the, it's on the last Sunday. The celebration is going to be on the last Sunday of July. And it's Sunday night. That's the 29th, July the 29th. And it's in uh, it's in Fort Worth, just north of Fort Worth, out out by the out by the uh, the speedway, out by the raceway. Uh, there's a nice Marriott hotel out there called that's right across from the from the uh, I forget what the name of the speed Texas Motor Speedway. Yeah. And uh, that's it. And uh, so we're going to have it there. And the reason we're having it that that date, the reason Pastor Darrell picked that date, is because Brother Copeland, Kenneth Copeland's uh, mm-hmm. Southwest Believers Convention, starts the next day on Monday the. 30th, 30th, and it goes on Monday the 30th to uh, August the 4th, uh, Monday through Saturday. Right. And so most, many people on my mailing list, and right. many of you listening to me today, are going to be at Brother Copeland's meeting. And so uh, Pastor Darrell just thought, well, let's just have it on the Sunday night before Kenneth's meeting starts on Monday. And uh, a lot of people are already be in town, and a lot of people can come and, and, and be with us out there at the Marriott Hotel at the Texas Motor Speedway. That's so right. anyway, you're invited and uh, of course, if uh, it needs to be RSVP, because now I'm telling everybody that's listening to the podcast, not just the <laughs> several hundred on the mailing that uh, that got a letter today. Uh, but anyway, are we getting a letter this week? But anyway, you're you're welcome to come. We'd love for you to come, and uh, we're excited that we've been here 50 years, and uh, we believe we're just going to still keep being here until Jesus comes, and just keep preaching the gospel. There's no quit. There's no retire. There's no there's no slow down. Stop. And uh, we're going to just keep on preaching the gospel and uh, keep on uh, fishing. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, it's a big time. It's a serious time. It's an important time in history. And anything that has to do with 50, God's involved in trying to celebrate the work really? of God in the earth. Really? So, we, if you're not on our mailing list, you, they, they can just look online, right. terrymiseministries.org. Uh, org and see the uh, our secretary always puts my letter right. in the uh, on the website right. and I assume Pastor Darrell's letter will be there with it too yes. I will have to check yes. and see but we we just want you to know we, we think about you we invite you we would love to have you celebrate with us it's going to be such a lovely time and so uh, God's got big things planned for all of us here in the coming days ahead well our time is gone for today we look forward to hearing from you most of all we're just believing God that what we've said today is going to bring a lot of fruit in your life and just help you move to the next place for fresh manna from the kingdom of God from his word. We just want to remind you again that all of you are more, more than, than conquerors, conquerors and we'll see you next time. That's God what bless the Bible you. Says. <laughs> Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. 
Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.